Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Welcome, everyone, to Mystic Margaritas. This is Margaret Bowen, also called Marge, and I'm here with my colleague, Margaret Miller. We're excited that you joined us today. Margaret and I are so excited to be here and share with you um, so much fun and informative information about our journeys and about the journey you can take into the mystic. Um, so, Margaret, say hello. Hello, everyone. I'm Margaret Miller, and I'm very excited to be here as well. And today, you know, we're wanting to introduce ourselves to you. And the title of our, our show today is Mystical Beginnings. And we wanted to go into um, how each of us came to be on the journey that we're on in healing and seeking and you know in our in our spiritual lives as well yes um, and um just i want to really so my background is i'm a neuroenergy kinesiologist and uh this is marge again and so i've worked with people for over 20 years in in a very in very magical ways really and um having taken the journey into the mystic which i'm going to actually offer a definition to all of you in just a second, but having taken that journey personally and then seeing the journey of others um, in all of the clients that I've worked with over time, um, it just really is an exciting realm to live in. And so let me just offer a definition of mystic to you. It is a person who seeks by contemplation and self-surrender to obtain unity with or absorption into the deity or the absolute, or who believes in the spiritual apprehension of truths that are beyond the intellect. And I love that definition because it's my experience in all the body, all the knowledge that I have and in, in seeing the journey and experiencing the journey of life that the magic really does happen when we enter in, when we move beyond the intellect and embrace a lot of the magic that is a part of life. So my journey, I'll just start with my journey. Um, I actually, as most of us, I think as a lot of us in life, was brought to my knees at, some, at one point in my late 20s, early 30s um, through a traumatic divorce. And it, I, it was a time in my life where I absolutely um, was numb to self. <laughs> I, I couldn't feel. I didn't know what that even was like. And I was shut down in terms of expressing my truth to others. And so I was pretty lost and it was a pretty dark time. But um, it was after all of that when, well, actually I had my son and that was the light. That actually was the heart connection for me uh, that really helped to open me up. And then I went to this counseling class and the counselor said, now, I'm going to go over our rights. Did you know you have the right to feel what you feel? You have the right to think what you think and to express what you think and feel. And I remember just sitting there thinking, 
oh my gosh, I have rights. <laughs> and that began my journey of really exploring what my rights are as a woman, as a mother, as a wife, as a um, sister, a daughter, uh, whatever it is, it's just as a person in this life. And it, it was in that moment and reading a, a wonderful book that I love called um, uh, Women, Women Who Run With the Wolves by Clarissa Pencola Estes, an amazing woman herself and an amazing book that really began my, my journey into looking at myself, understanding my wounds, how did they get there? Um, what do I do about it now? And how can that help propel me into being a better person in this life and helping others do the same? And so it was a humble beginning for sure for me. Um, and that's what trauma really can offer once we heal from the trauma is we can, it offers a gift from which we can look through a new lens uh, at life and how to be in life. So that's really it, Margaret. I am going to turn it over to you so that you can share your own journey with us. Oh, thank you so much, Marge. You know, I have been thinking about this a lot. And, you know, I have a like you, I have a particular time that stands out as a punctuation mark in my life uh, where this journey began. And, and it, it was in my 30s. But as I was, and I will, I'll talk about that, but as I was really reflecting what happened to me this past couple of days was this journey back into my childhood. And so I'm going to start there instead uh, because I'm reframing my story uh, and my um, awareness of the mystical and, and the mystery of my own life, you know, moment to moment. And, and I think the, the definition that you gave about, uh, you know, what mystic is and what, um, what that is really helped me to, to see that because it's, it really has been from the time that I was born onward has been this mystical journey, right? And I think that is the truth for all of us because we're mystical beings as we're children. But yeah, for, for one thing, I, when I was from three to five years old, I had a recurring nightmare that I had for those two years, every, every night for two years. And, and during that time, I, in order to, um, to help myself and to, uh, recover from that and to get out of those nightmares, I learned how to control my dreams. And, and so as a, as a four-year-old and five-year-old, I was, I could notice the feeling of the dream and bring myself out of the nightmare as, as it was beginning, as you know, like I would not have to go through it after about a year of going through it. I wouldn't have to go through the whole nightmare. I would be able to to capture 
the energy of it and realize I was in the dream and that I could, that I had a choice. And so I would choose to start flying or doing something else and, and, and start manipulating the dream to, to, um, to change. And so that was like the, the first inkling of a, of my mystical beginnings. And then when I was five, I had a, a, very vivid dream of meeting a teacher and this teacher was um, showing me how to uh, walk in this world in the physical realm and this was when I was five years old and I within about a month we moved to Ankara Turkey and I we met the neighbors in our apartment and as the woman uh, opened the door and welcomed us, I almost passed out because it was the woman in the dream that was my teacher. And, and then, you know, and, and things went on like this. I had many, many instances of, uh, I would be walking to school. This is when I was like eight or 10. I'd be walking to school and I'd step off of the curb and I'd step into this luminous world where these beings were, <clears throat> where I was living in this different world with these incredibly beautiful uh, luminous beings. And then I would step onto the other curb and I'd be back in to the, the world. <laughs> and so I, I had a lot of experiences uh, when I was very young that it seemed to not uh, match with what was going on <clears throat> in ordinary reality. And so I, I really, I shut that off for a very long time. And, you know, I have a lot of stories about all, all of those kinds of things, but, but when I was 17, I met my mentor, uh, Loretta Mary, who is uh, a beautiful spiritual astrologer. And she let me, she opened a window into my life and into my uh, gifts and challenges and and what I could expect and the energies that the planets were contributing to my life. And it gave me a framework that I could understand what was going on and not have to have anybody else understand <laughs> what was happening in my life. And then, but I still tried to, uh, basically live in the muggle world. I'll use the, 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 that reference from uh, the Harry Potter movies, but you know, that I would try to live in the muggle world and have a muggle job and, and so forth. And when I was 30, my, uh, um, around 30 years old, I was um, defending, getting ready to defend my master's thesis in physical geography. So, you know, a kind of a muggle muggle way of going about healing the world, <laughs> the earth. <laughs> and uh, my, my nephew uh, drowned in the Green River in Utah. And 
And I spent five days with my sister and my family uh, at the river waiting for him to, um, for his body to be found. And during that time, the river started talking to me and told me that if I really wanted to help, and I really wanted to help people to heal, that I would be best to work with people and to help them to heal and to go and to and to really lay my hands on people and so as i'm as i was defending my master's thesis i started um uh, doing reiki uh energy work and went to massage school so that's that's my little story. <laughs> well, and that's a that's a similar uh, at that point. It's similar, and it's interesting how <clears throat> this journey into the mysticism can happen at any time for anyone. And I know for me personally, um, <clears throat> you know, I went back to school, excuse me, <clears throat> to get my bachelor's degree, and that was really the beginning of taking action and doing something I really wanted to do. But then, sometime later. Um, I worked in business for quite a while, and then sometime later, I actually was on a journey of finding work that I really loved. I just felt that in my soul. And so I ended up going to, I, I was going to get a music therapy degree and didn't want to do performance. I was going to get a master's in counseling, didn't want to go back to school. My son was still, you know, at an age where I didn't want to do that. And, um, and so I decided to go to massage school as well, Margaret, and it was in that that I, it, the, mystic, the mystic world opened up to me. And uh, I think that we're gonna be getting close to a break here. So I'll maybe hold off on that story and maybe can get back to that when we come back. But I love how um, this idea that stepping into the mystic life can happen at any point in our lives. And uh, it's life experience and different situations that really do open us up to it. Do you agree, Margaret? Oh, completely. And and I, I was laughing as I, as as you were saying that. I was I was laughing to myself because it's like we. I don't know. Our audience doesn't know this, but we're going to tell you this right now. We don't really know each other's stories. We're finding it out right now. It was uh, this another yet another mystical journey that uh, told us to to um, have this show together. <laughs> so we just said, oh my gosh, we need to do a, 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 sh a radio show together. And we, we both said, okay. <laughs> right, and we haven't even known each other that long. So this was very yeah. synchronous and very uh, mystical just in how this show happened and our friendship happened. Yes, it's such a beautiful thing. So well, I guess let's yeah. go into a break. And um, when we get back, we'll, we'll uh, continue talking about our mystical beginnings. Sounds good. Yeah. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. 
Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. This is Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller with the Mystic Margaritas. And we we are discussing the show today is Mystic Beginnings. And Margaret and I have both been kind of introducing our own mystic journey. And I was going to um, continue with my story um, because I started going back to uh, school again at a massage school. And it was really funny, you know, it wasn't even massage that I was interested in. I happened to go down to the school and look at a catalog and it, it was all of these things, all of these topics that I had no idea about any of it, but it, there was something about it that spoke to me and I didn't even know why, but I decided to go through school. And it was in that process that I, I literally had someone come back and say, come up to me and say, you know, you wear a lot of masks. <laughs> I was so taken aback. I'm like, I do not. And then I thought I do. And then I, I went away and I thought, oh, maybe I do. I, what are those masks? And, you know, because we live our lives the way we live our lives. And, you know, in the business world, I, um, I was in the business, I, I worked in business in the 70s and women, you know, we had to fight for what we got. And so we did have to wear certain masks and ways of being. And um, it was hard for me to see those. Uh, so, the, so going through massage school was definitely about, for me, about beginning to look at those masks and taking them off to really discover who I really am. And that in itself, of course, is a magical journey. Um, and from there, I was lucky enough to take a class called Touch for Health. And I didn't really understand Touch for Health. It was really a taught uh, muscle testing and how the muscles link into the meridian system. And uh, it was in this process that I thought, oh, this is interesting, but I really like the instructor. So when I finished massage school, I went on in my education, Touch for Health education, and got certified to teach it. And it was somewhere in that process that I really began to understand the beauty of healing on all levels of our being, not just the physical level, but the mental, emotional level, and even the energetic level. So synchronously, and I, I, when I think back on this, I can hardly remember how it all began. There was a group of us who got certified to teach Touch for Health, 
And one of that, one of the women in that group said, we need to bring Adam Lehman out here to teach us. And he, he lived in California. And so we, Adam came out and he began teaching us all this beautiful work about muscle testing and the meridian system and organs and glands and how they all tie in and chakra system and all of these things. And he said to us, you really need to have, we need to have Dr. Charles Krebs come out and teach you brain integration. And so, but he wants you to know this, that, and the other thing. And so this began a long journey into um, an education that not only exposed me to some wonderful knowledge, but it really um, exposed me to the magic and the mysticism of many of these teachers and these creators of the work that I was learning and how they got to that information and put it together so that I could learn it. It would just was so incredible. And of course, when you go to a kinesiology class, you get worked on yourself, you work on each other and you, you know, so I had a lot of work on myself and step by step, um, began to understand that for me, I'm very empathic. I have an intuitive side that I had to learn. I did, I wasn't really aware of that. It was shut, everything was shut down for me, really, mostly everything was shut down for me in my childhood and even into my young adult years. And, um, so it was a process of having of of learning that I really am these things and how to open up to being and embracing my intuitive self, my empathic self, as I began to share that with others in my work. Mm-hmm. So it yes, it, and it and it continues. I mean, I'm I'm 68, and I have to say that every decade it's a deepening of that journey into the into the mystic and magic of life. Yes, oh Margaret, that Marge, that was so beautiful. It's it's so amazing to uh, listen and and feel into your journey and um, recognize the the similar similarity of you know the markers and the different things that that occurred to help you to. Um, to unfold into the work that was the most appropriate. You know, I, I feel the same way about, um, you know, the massage school was, was a, um, it was an entry point into uh, being able to, giving myself permission to once again, explore things, uh, it, you know, in my, in my inner world, in my, mystical awareness um, and at the same time be of service uh, you know in the in the um, in our in my day-to-day life and and have a you know a livelihood uh, that was was supporting me in really um, unfolding uh, my gifts and talents and resources and, and, and discovering the, the teachers that, you know, who would be instrumental in, in moving me forward on, on my path. Uh, You know, this, it, it happened a little bit differently for me. The teachers that I found came through, even though I, this was at the time I was going to massage school, um, 
I, I had a, um, a Lakota uh, medicine man uh, start coming into my uh, awareness and teaching me from uh, the other realm. His, uh, it, I found out later, uh, about a year later, who he actually was and um, spoke with his, uh, se several of his apprentices and shared the information that, that he had been sharing with me. And they said, yes, this is definitely his, his teachings. And so I, I had always been interested in uh, the uh, Lakota people. Uh, I felt a, an affinity with them my whole life. My, my mother was uh, very, very, um, they were very, very dear. The Lakota people were very dear to her heart. And, and so I sort of adopted that as well. And so within, within a year or two, I was um, beginning my journey into the uh, Lakota spirituality and the, and the uh, ceremonies and rituals of, and spiritual practices of, uh, you know, the earth-based spirituality and the Lakota traditions. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's so interesting to feel into how these things work. And I, I was, I was also noticing that I can think of so many of the people that I know that are in, in healing work and in, you know, that are spiritual teachers or that are, are healers of various types that have this similar beginning. So I think, I think probably some of our audience have similarities too. <laughs> I think you're probably right. And I know for me, um, I had, uh, you know, starting to learn about the Chinese five element model and the medical model and starting to understand more of the flow of the meridian system and the control cycles and, um, that was a fascinating learn for me and what I really and then I also was exposed to some Native American rituals and took part in you know a sweat lodge and pipe ceremony and you know some different things like that and then I have a friend who is Irish and so she's really into the Druid you know the Celtic um, beauty and so what I began to see was the similarity between all the earth-based mm -hmm. Um, religions in the beginning and how beautifully they all work together. They're, they're so similar in so many different ways. And that alone for me was a very interesting realization. And I loved knowing that those similarities exist, right? And loved the ceremony and what they all meant and, and mean. Um, and so there's so much magic in the ceremonies of these different earth-based religions and ceremonies in current religions, of course. Uh, Midnight Mass is one of my favorite. I'm not particularly Catholic, but I love Midnight Mass because they incorporate, you know, oftentimes music and they're, they're, they're so sensual, it's such a sensual experience. And so we're kind of getting into the realm of how do we stay in the mystic? Because life can, I just came back from a memorial service for my nephew and he was only 40 years old and um, it was very difficult um, to and tragic in our family and 
Um, so we, we're all, we all, life takes us out of the mystic oftentimes. And, you know, part of, I think our future conversation and our podcast is going to, are going to be, you know, how do we get back in and find that mystical realm when we've been pulled out by life? Um, and life is about that, right, Margaret? Yeah, completely. I think it's, a, and, and it really is, you know, it's, it's, how can we bring ourselves back when we um, when life throws us the curveball? And how can we uh, stay here in the present moment and recognize the the beauty and the mystery of of all of these things that you know all of the the, the tragedies as well as the joys in our lives and and what they're really contributing to us. Um, and we're really feeling that today, of course, because there's so much chaos in the world today. And so I know a lot of people, a lot of my clients, people I know myself, of course, you know, I, we're all subject to that chaos and sometimes lose grounding, sometimes move into fear thoughts. So this idea of, of if we look, go back to the definition of mystic is, um, you know, being available to ourselves to really investigate within ourselves how we're stopping being in a peaceful place with self. And there's a lot that can go into that as well. Yes. So I'm noticing that we're about ready for a break here. So what I'm thinking is that uh, when we return, let's, um, let's share, let's each share uh, a tool that we have that helps us to come back into uh, our our center when we get knocked when we get knocked off center and and how how we can do that uh, you know in a moment if we have to. Okay. I love that, Margaret. I think that's okay. a great idea. Perfect. So you're listening to Inspired Choices Network, and we are Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and me, Margaret Miller, and we will see you in just a few moments. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right. 
you're joining Mystic Margaritas with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller, our first podcast. We're so excited to be discussing Mystic Beginnings. And we were talking, Margaret, about introducing maybe some tools that might help us when we get knocked off our center, right? And with life right now, um, COVID and you know, the elections, which stirred things up. So there's been so much this year, hasn't there? And um, it's been easy to either move into fear thoughts or to feel very ungrounded about security in our life. Um, so Margaret, do you want to start with a tool that you use? Certainly, Marge, thank you. You know, the the one that always comes up, and you'll probably, if you listen to this show over time, you're going to hear me say it over and over again, <laughs> because it is the simplest tool that I have ever come across. And basically, it is just bringing our attention and our awareness down into our heart center. And, and how I do that um, is by just thinking that, first of all, I just think, okay, I'm going to bring my awareness down into my heart. And then maybe I'll take my hands and I'll put them over above my head. And I'll, I'll actually sort of imagine my energy as I'm pushing my hands downward to my towards my heart, I'll, I'll bring the energy down into my heart and then put my hands actually over my heart and feel, feel that and imagine my space expanding. Imagine the, the, the container that is my body, like the, the heart space just starts to expand and expand. And as I do that, physiologically, I will notice that my heartbeat will slow down. And it was awesome because my heartbeat really sped up as we were getting ready to come back onto the, <laughs> onto the show after the break and my heart started pounding. And so when I bring my energy and awareness down into my heart, I notice that Oh, good. Okay. So my heart rate uh, goes down a little bit and there's this sense of peace and calm. And I also notice then that I'm, I'm able to flow with what's happening much more easily. And I'm not, not feeling um, anxious or in, in some sort of, um, yeah, anxiety. <laughs> I love that, Margaret. And as you talked, just talking, just having you describe that and having your hands go above your head and come down towards your heart, I could feel that myself. And there's such a huge biofield at the heart. And so it really does make changes for us. Thank you for that. Um, one, one really simple tool that I have taught in many classes and I use myself is actually simply touching points on the forehead that are called neurovascular points. They're called um, um, stress release points. And so they're, they're reflex points on the forehead between the eyebrow and the hairline right over your eyes. And just by using the pads of your fingers and touching those points on your forehead, 
they stimulate um, blood flow actually uh, with the stomach meridian energy and stomach meridian energy is all about emotion. And so by holding those points on the forehead, you can then just, just tune into self and, and just notice what you're feeling and breathe as you allow yourself to feel what you're feeling about any particular stress. It can be just in general, or it can be about something very specific. And so you just hold the points on your forehead, think about the stress as you breathe. And as you do that, you're diffusing the energy of that stress. And you can go through that process a couple of times, or maybe once is enough. And then when you're done doing that, you can actually create a resolution to that stress. And the amazing thing about imagery is it doesn't really matter if it's anything based on reality or not. In other words, I can make up the resolution as long as it feels good and brings in really positive, good energy, then it's changing the energy in your fields. And so let's say um, the resolution is about, let's say I'm going to go visit my family for Thanksgiving. And so I'm going to travel through the airports and on airplanes, and I'm feeling really anxious about that. I can hold these points on my forehead as I think about the stress of going through the airport, standing in line to get on the plane, sitting on the plane, arriving at the next airport, and finally getting at one point of destination. And the outcome that I might create is that I'll hold these points and think, see myself being very calm and feeling at peace as I go through that specific process. So it doesn't have to take a lot of time, but just doing that and supporting yourself by holding the frontal eminence points, they're called, or the stress release points, can really diffuse some emotional energy that can help you get back to feeling um, centered and calmed within yourself so that you can move forward. Mm. Wow, that is so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. And I think, Margaret, I'd like to talk about grounding, okay? Because I, um, you and I both know that how important that is. And, And I have clients in my office, of course, that I'll, I'll say, well, what does, do you know, do you understand grounding? Do you know what that means? Does, you don't, do you know what that means? And they'll say no. Or I, I will say, what does that mean to you? And they're not quite sure how to answer that. So Margaret, do you mind if I ask you what grounding means to you? <laughs> I love this. Thank you for asking that, Marge, because so, so what I, I always used to get upset with people when they would tell me that I needed to be more grounded <laughs> because I don't know if you notice, but I have a tendency to, um, you know, to live in a very elevated space <laughs> where I am constantly, um, you know, flying in, uh, in the heavens. And, and uh, so what it used to mean to me was uh, I got, I was in trouble. If I was grounded, I was in trouble. That's what grounding meant mm-hmm. to me. And as I um, went through years of uh, first being uh, in the Lakota Sundance and uh, as a dancer, and then later as, um, as, as I transitioned into being a, a helper and then a leader in, in the dance, I had to transition from being 
the one being out there in the mystic, <laughs> uh, you know, in the in the um, mis great mystery, really in the dance uh, as a dancer to being the one who was had uh, one foot tethered to the ground and and could reach into the mystic and then um, be, but also be grounded and deal with things in three-dimensional reality that that needed to be dealt with. And so grounding means to me having a connection or a rootedness uh, into the earth. And, and when so the processes that I always associate with that are are you know things like bringing, you know, imagining a root, uh, coming down from your root chakra and and growing down into the earth and wrapping around some beautiful uh, crystal or stone or something deep in the earth. Um, and that's how I, you know, sort of envision grounding. And as far as what it's about, it's so that we can uh, truly be the you know, I, look, this is Ma Margaret's personal opinion, okay, is, is that we are, as human beings, we are the bridges between heaven and earth, just like the, the trees, just like, you know, our, our relatives, the trees. And, and so in order to be that, we have to be, even though we're mobile and we don't have those actual physical roots, we have energetic roots that connect us and that we are, that we're not separate from the earth. And, but we also can touch the heavens at the same time. So. I love that, Margaret. And it's so true. And I know for me personally as well, I, you know, I, there was a time in my life after all this trauma that I had, that I had started having panic attacks and when you have a panic attack, your, your, your limbic system starts going in a loop that, so you feel like, you know, you have no control, your breathing changes as if you're in, you know, you're having, you're in fight or flight. And so you can hyperventilate, you can, you can get dizzy, you know, it, it's really such an unsettling, you can move into, it's this constant fear thought. And, um, so that talk about a total ungroundedness, right? And I come from a family, by the way, I, my mother was, ex I think by nature, she was extremely grounded. And I actually think by nature, I am extre extremely grounded. And, and that's part of the gift I offer clients when I work with them. But um, I've also learned that um, through the panic attacks and through working with other people as well, that when we which so many of us do stay so mental when we get so mental and some of us have really strong mental bodies and it's hard to shift out of that. So all, you can feel all the energy is up in the head, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we are, when we have that kind of constitution or we naturally are that way, it can really make it hard for us to ground and be grounded. And like you, Margaret, I am huge with nature. Nature grounds me to no end, which is why I live where I live and probably why you live where you live. And um, it was important to me to have that around me. So sometimes for me, when I need grounding, I will get out and move so that I'm breathing, breathing and I will move in nature. And I really utilize all my senses. I think that maybe came from being somewhat empathic anyway. I'm really quite I observe senses a lot. And so I will listen to things. I will listen for sounds. I don't have 
ear pods in, right? I'm, I'm tuning into the sounds I hear, I'm smelling things. Um, so I really turn, tune into the present moment through nature and that grounds me. But in addition to that, Margaret, I love the root metaphor as well. You know, taking that cord down from root chakra into the earth and spreading it out like roots of the tree, uh, the trees. And it's, it's always such a beautiful thing. In fact, I think Julia is on this call. Hi, Julia. And uh, I know she was just hugging redwood trees and, and um, being around those kind of trees are incredible to just sit in that energy and let it anchor us into the earth as well. That yeah. is so, yeah, that's so beautiful. Okay, so. So I wanna add one more thing because oh. you know, we're talking about senses and I read a book called The I Ching and written by a couple of Jungian uh, psychologists, really incredible book, but anyway, um, they defined uh, common sense I love this definition. They define common sense as the use of all of our senses, including our intuitive sense. And that takes us, that kind of brings us full circle back into the mystic realm, right? And into the magic of life is being able to access our intuitive nature as we do embrace our senses. That's perfect. Marge, that's perfect. So I think that's a perfect uh, segue. And when we come back, uh, we're going to go on to our last break here in just a minute. And when we come back, I would like to um, uh, bring up the cards that we each drew for today, if, if you're uh, willing to go there, Marge. Absolutely. Okay. So let's take a break now. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas with Margaret Miller and my co-host Marge Bowen. And we'll, we're on Inspired Choices Network and we'll see you in just a couple minutes. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. And this is Marge Bowen with Margaret Miller, Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choice Network. We're talking about our mystic beginnings. And we just kind of finished up talking about our, our senses. And I referred to the definition of common sense being the use of all of our senses, including our intuitive sense. 
And, you know, the, we all have the ability to be intuitive. And I know for me personally, because I was so shut down in so many ways in my youth and, and my young adult years, that it took me a while to embrace, well, to really understand and start to tune into and use my intuitive abilities. And that journey has been wonderful. And I just so embrace having the knowledge that we can utilize our intuition and what that what that means for us. It is so magical. Um, but we were going to share our cards, speaking of intuition, Margaret, and I would like to just start by saying, um, you know, we, there are a lot of tools, I think that Margaret will agree we both have, to help us step into the energy of the mystic uh, of life and the magic of life. And cards are one of them. And really, it's just a way to help you interpret your energy. And that's how I use them. Uh, they've been very useful, very fun to have. Um, if I feel like I am in a place where I need guidance and I need to look at something differently, I will oftentimes go to my cards. I have several decks and I'll pull a card and it will offer some wisdom for me and, and a way of looking at life maybe a little bit differently. So um, Margaret and I both pulled cards today before we started our first podcast and we're just so thrilled that you are joining us for this. Um, so Margaret, I'm going to go ahead and let you begin with yours. Okay, thank you, Marge. So I was, I drew from the Lakota sweat lodge cards this morning, and I drew Kanka. Kanka is the old woman sorceress. And the tradition is Kanka, the sor sorceress who appears as an old woman or a witch, is a supernatural spirit who transforms. She is the energy of the positive and the negative transmuting into each other. It was she who brought the sacred teachings of the Anipi ceremony to the people that they may purify themselves and restore life. Kanka is also called the holy veins of the nation for she protects the teachings, the blood of the nation through the generations. The way of the teachings is a red road. It's meditations asks you, it says, I seek the teachings that guide me through all of life's experiences. I use my gift of discernment to unlock the truth. That's beautiful discernment. I love discernment. <laughs> as we talk about, as we explore how, what we want to share and how we want to share it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's really interesting that you picked that card and, and then the card that I picked and then Margaret and I shared this with each other before we started this podcast, but it really is fun to see um, the similarities between the two. I picked a card out of the uh, Tarot deck that's called the Mythical Tarot uh, deck and I picked the Page of Swords. And so it, the gift is actually the gift of discernment. So there we are again. And the advice is to speak your truth. And there's actually a beautiful um, quote by, um, I'm just going to read this to you, by Madame Curie, by Marie Curie. And she says, I am among those who think that science has great beauty. A scientist in his laboratory is not only a technician, 
He is also a child placed before nature phenomena, which impresses him like a fairy tale. And I thought, oh my gosh, that is beautiful because it refers to the magic, right? And that there's magic in science and there's magic in, you know, the mysticism of life, the, ma the, the intuitive aspect of life, the spiritual aspect of life. And we can honor all of it and use all of it to benefit ourselves in our lives and empower ourselves to create what it is we want and what we're here to offer back. And I've always loved, I'm just going to end with this, Margaret, and then I'll hand it over to you for the rest of the time. But um, I, I, I love the knowledge of the chakras and our energy fields, all of our energy fields, because they offer lessons for us. They help illuminate our, our lessons, our greatest shadow of life, which we all step into the shadow throughout our lives, and then how to begin coming out of the shadow. And, and the whole point of it, in my opinion, and in, in, in my spiritual belief is that we're just here to learn. We're here to learn about our, our gifts, our abilities, and how to help humankind and, and the earth. Uh, so we're here to offer our greatest light to the world. And so in order to do that, we need to embrace our light. And that is the journey of our life, in my opinion. Margaret? <laughs> Marge Bowen, you are such a beautiful human being. I am so honored to be playing in this realm with you. Uh, likewise. likewise. <laughs> so this, this has been really wonderful. And I really want to thank um, everyone for joining us. I see that there were several people in the chat and, and I, I, you know, I don't, I won't speak for Marge on this, but I kind of feel probably the same. Neither of us uh, had the bandwidth to uh, reply to any comments <laughs> in the chat room for our first uh, show today, but um, we're so grateful to have you uh, listening and, and, and uh, join us next week at where we're going to be talking about something uh, that to us is a great mystery right now, but I'm sure that it's going to be wonderful and so much fun. So <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree, Margaret. We, we, uh, we'll, we'll figure that out. But, you know, I think it's both. I know it's my intention for this podcast to really get into some fun and meaty discussions about, um, you know, the energy fields and how we can access the magic through those about, yes. I'm sure, relationships, right, Margaret, and synchronicities and all that fun stuff. So I'm excited about that. Yes. And, and so, um, and also uh, for me, you know, how the energy of the planetary, the planets um, and the planetary configurations of the time that we're in, you know, in this moment today, for instance, how that relates to it also. So lots to talk about. <laughs> so thanks so much for joining us. Drink up the Thank mystery. you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.